Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority, 
He's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right. And what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright. Sports done right with my main man tonight, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to that studio audience up on their feet there. But uh, joining me tonight, the one and only, all the way back from Europe, Mr. Dollars and Cents, or DJ Dollars and Cents, Reggie Lawrence in the house. What's up, Reg? Vince Wright, what's going on, dog? Here it comes, y'all. Here it comes. Damn right. Oh, buddy. (laughs) I got a bone to pick with your hating ass. Well, we got two hours to get into that nonsense, Reggie. (laughs) In case you, uh, for the folks that are new out there, first off, thank you. This is Sports Done Right. We're going a little bit different tonight due to some scheduling conflicts on uh, Stewart Media and Entertainment Network later this week. The co-host of the Sports and More show has decided to join me tonight, and that's Reggie Lawrence. So uh, it's Sports Done right in name only tonight. The co-host of my other show is here to, to join us. And also, folks, we had to get Reggie up in here because he's been very busy lately with work and some other stuff. He's been in Europe. He's been in Vegas. And he's basically been on the road while his Cleveland Cavaliers have finally put a end uh, to that hellacious winning streak of that uh, mistake by the lake of a city called Cleveland. And now he's here to let you know about it. And we're going to get into that a little bit later, Reggie. I know, you, I know you, you're you burning, baby. You ready to just come out like a, a buck and bull on that one. But, yeah, man, we got a whole bunch of other stuff to get into. We're going to have some fun tonight on the uh, Stewart Media Entertainment Network here. So, Reg, what else has been up with you, man? You've been traveling. Yeah, I spent about two, two weeks over in Denmark visiting my awesome kids. They're getting big. Um, my daughter, Jayla, t- 10, my son, Devin, 5, and um, my other stepson, Marlon's 15. It was a great time. Had a lot of fun. I was able to spend some time with the kids. Yeah. And then as soon as I got back, I had to hop back on a plane and go to Vegas for our national sales meetings for about a week. So, yeah, I was on the road quite a bit, and I've been jet lagged probably in about four or five different time zones. But I was definitely able to see – my Cleveland Cavaliers come through in game seven, baby. Yeah, very, you know, well done, man. Well done. I just hit the applause uh, for you there as well. Man, first off, and, and thank you for joining us here in the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Reg, I got to give the boys credit. But again, I want to hold off into that because I'm hoping some other people here will be joining us a little later been waiting to take some shots at you and apparently some people owe you uh some apples uh got some dollars coming your way don't you i do i have dollars they can pay me in cents uh e- <laughs> ebt careful, cards careful <laughs> no no you don't want cents <laughs> food stamps i don't care i just want my damn money right on right on man and again reggie from the cleveland area so he gonna let loose uh other some sad things happening today in the world of sports as well obviously the death of pat summit We'll talk a little bit about that. And, uh, you know, uh, not only one hell of a coach, but, you know, in my opinion, she created modern-day women's basketball, Reg. Yeah, I would agree. I even, you know, growing up, I didn't follow much female sports. But I'll be honest, I always knew of the name Pat Summit just because of 
the Tennessee Volunteers, and she was a great coach, a pioneer, and really, I think, started females on the path of notoriety as far as, you know, big-time sports. Absolutely. Yeah, and don't forget also, unfortunately, you know, usually deaths come in too, but I think, was it Buddy Ryan that passed away? Buddy Ryan, I was just going to mention Buddy as well. You know, the architect of the 46 defense, arguably, but in my opinion, the greatest singular defense I've ever seen. Uh, Head coach up in Philadelphia as well. We'll talk about Buddy, his legacy on the game. He leaves two kids, uh, obviously, in the coaching game as well. So we're going to give Buddy his props as well. Yeah, definitely. um, You know, usually they come in too. And like I said, man, it's been a rough year for us with just a lot of different famous people. 2016 has been horrible, man. I mean, Prince and, you know, just all kinds of things. When they play that thing at the end of the year, that that big obituary, like on award shows and and just TV and stuff, it's going to be sad this year, man. Yeah, I think I remember the, the one thing I remember, and I don't know what game it was, but Buddy Ryan had his headset and I remember him arguing or whatever with one of the coaches. And then next thing you know, you just see him punching the, the coach in the face on the sideline. And he just kind of kept it moving. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, it was one of those coaches that I'd love to play for. And I think a lot of players would. And they talk about it. Oh, I totally agree. And uh, first off, I want to say what up to my main man, part of that Minnesota Mafia, Mr. R.C. Ronald Cameron up in Duluth, Minnesota. What's up, R.C.? Thank you for joining us. Yeah, R.C., thanks for joining us, man. Hey, I wanted to ask you how, how you like me now. That's coming from oh, a Cleveland geez. Cavalier fan, baby. <laughs> R.C. going to let you know what he think about it. And R.C., on a, on a boxing note here, and again, folks, thanks for listening to Sports Done Right. Uh, I, I want to know what you think about this delay in the fact of the Triple G fight with Canelo Alvarez being pushed back to the end of 2017. Well, we can talk about that a little later on, but I thought that was kind of a punk move by De La Hoya and Golden Boy Promotions there. But, man, boxing really losing out on having a great fight this year, Reggie. It's all corrupt, man. I've been telling you that for a while. I, I hate boxing because for the simple fact, the great fighters do not fight each other on a regular and in their prime. So to me, it's darn near unwatchable. And I refuse to pay any type of money for boxing. Now, I would I would pay to see Mayweather fight, um, what's his name, from <laughs> Ireland. Oh, uh, yeah, what's his name? Uh, what, McGregor? Is that his name? Yeah, Conor McGregor? Conor McGregor, yeah. Uh, now, you know, man, it, it, sure, it would be an event. But short of MMA, which he obviously ain't going to do, He's going to kill McGregor. How you say that? Your boy ain't knocked nobody out in forever. Forever. Come on, Reg. You ain't (laughs) buying into this nonsense. Folks, thank you for listening. Have a good night. This show is over. Hold on. Hold on. What are you talking about? Wait a minute now. I didn't say he would beat him. I didn't say Connor would beat him. I'm just saying he might give him a fight, you know, four or five rounds. He might run because your boy has been running forever. (laughs) <laughs> huh? What you think about that, man? I think you're full of you know what, man. I think you're I, full of you know what. Now, if I wasn't on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network, I'd tell you exactly what you're full of. Listen to the gov. This is why the people elected me up here in this great state of Minnesota. First off, McGregor has no chance if it's a boxing match, homeboy. No chance. What are you talking about? He has no chance. Mayweather takes him out inside of five rounds. Oh, so this is and, like and, you said. And, and hold on. 
if McGregor uh-huh. actually comes at Floyd, three rounds or less. Matt, well, first off, that why would he come right after him? And I don't think it would be three rounds. But you know what? You're the same cat that said the Cavaliers ain't have no chance against Golden State. So you need to shut your oh, ass up. Oh, boy. Obviously, folks, you don't know what you're talking about. That's the co-host of the Sports and More show, even though we on Sports Done Right. Reggie letting you know about it tonight. Hey, Reggie, we got the one and only in here. I got to say, uh, first off, host of Cooking with the Microwave. Give it up for Mr. Patty Cake himself. John Fisher is up in the joint. What's up, Jay Fish? Fish, what's up? Man, you need to send me my damn apples. Okay, settle down, fool. Settle down. And ladies and gentlemen, everybody's favorite uncle's back at the party tonight. Let's hit the music. That's right. He is the one and only number one chief rocker out of Atlanta. Give it up for Jersey Vern, y'all. What's up, Jersey? Jersey, the true black Nostradamus. Hey, man, I was going to talk some crap to Jersey tonight, but you right on point, man. He called it. He stuck to his guns, (laughs) and that's why he is the hardest working man in the podcasting business, Reggie. Give it up for your boy. My man. Now, I did say the Cavs in seven, but you know what? When it was, what, 3-1 or... Uh, Jersey came in and was like spitting fire, just like yep. this is what's gonna happen, like to a T. His ass should be up in Vegas somewhere, definitely. He kept he kept us calm, kept his Cavs fans motivated, and uh, the rest is you know is history, history baby. And also out of the A, as they like to say, got to give it up for this man known as the Hammer. Personally, I call him the Chief Justice. Of the of the uh, X Squad affiliate nation, but he is a proud graduate of Georgia State. Served this country honorably as a paratrooper. Got to give it up for my main man Sluggo. What's up, Sluggo? Good day, Sluggo. I appreciate you coming on board, man. I haven't talked to y'all in a while. I have not chopped it up in a minute. I missed you guys. Exactly, and that's why Reggie's going to be running the show tonight. Basically, man, he's been itching. Uh, I see him on the monitor now. <laughs> He's waiting to get at y'all. Uh, the phone number, and I'll put it out here in the chat, uh, 651-968-0124. That is always the line here on Sports Done Right. And Reggie, uh, we talked about past summit. Um, we'll get into her a little bit later. Uh, but, yeah, this death thing in 2016, man, very, very weird, very, very strange. And, man, we only, we haven't even hit July yet. I know it's been it is. It's been a rough year, a rough year. I can't recall a year where so many just famous people, celebrities and, you know, Muhammad Ali. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. You know? yep, yep. Of course. Ali and obviously Prince and, and, you know, all the other famous people that have gone. I mean, this is just crazy year, crazy year. But, yeah, the social media comes in. I'm looking at a tweet by Candace Parker. You held true to your promise. And some thank you, coach, for always being the perfect role model. I love you. And obviously her players, you know, I, I read a very interesting stat about Pat Summit, and I guess we'll just kind of transition into that, if you don't mind, Reggie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of the of her players in her 38 years of coaching, of her players that finished out their four years of eligibility, all yep. of them graduated. Every single one who stayed for the four or five years, whatever it was, they every single one of them graduated. 
Hats no, I, off to that first off. Yeah, props to that. I think I heard that stat going into one of my physician's office, and I thought about it. I was like, wow, that's pretty amazing. But the only the other thing to think about, too, is when you're looking at um, it, it's a great stat, but with the females at that time, you pretty much had to get your four-year degree to really do anything because you didn't really have the WNBA. Oh, but, I, I, you know, um, but brother, it's props, I get you. you know. I, I mean, you, you're also talking about these these ladies didn't get pregnant. You know, they didn't get uh, kicked out of school or anything like that. So that is a you very, know, very and, impressive and, yeah, stat. And, and, yeah, that's the thing. And, you know, I don't want to worry so much about putting the quantifiers on it. I just think that it's a remarkable record, you know, starting almost 40 years ago. And to have any woman who stayed in your program till the end graduate and get that degree. Very true. I mean, that's just incredible. So you got to give it up for that. And, yes, by the way, and I put this on the Sports Done Right page as well. She turned down the men's job at Tennessee twice. And I know that ninja's out there. He sent me a text right before showtime or put something on the on the comment there. Uh, he didn't really believe it. But, yes, it, it is true, Ninja. She did turn down the men's job at Tennessee twice. You got to remember, Reg, you know, before Bruce Pearl, Tennessee was a afterthought when it came to SEC basketball. Yeah, she definitely put that program on the map. Like I said, she really pioneered women's college sports. And I even think, you know, women's sports professional-wise, like the WNBA and all that, you know, put that in the forefront. Um, The other thing is she was a pit bull, man. She was a great, great coach. Great coach. Yeah. They even said that she had recruited one player while she was pregnant or given birth or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yep. You know, I used to love those battles with her and Gino Ariyama. I really liked that, and and it's unfortunate that that was cut way too short. Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up. I was on the drive home today in the executive motorcade. I was listening to some local radio, and one of the local writers here had a Tennessee guy on, one of the Tennessee mainstays. I forgot his name. The guy's like 84 years old, still sharp as a tack. And he was talking about Tennessee and, and exactly what you just brought up. About, you know, once they got into the 90s, 2000s, the battles with UConn. And he said that he thinks that Pat just says, you know what? Ari Emma is basically out recruiting us. I mean, that was proven to be true. There's no need to play these guys in the regular season every year. We'll just play them in the championship Hmm. if we get there. And she was, she apparently was open to playing them, you know, like every once in a while during the, right. you know, during the regular season. She realized, you know, what that game meant to the, to, you know, women's basketball. But there just wasn't a point, you know, and like this guy was talking about, he's like, you know, hey, there's football teams that, you know, they don't play Notre Dame every year. They don't, they don't play Michigan every year. So, you know, she just thought it'd be interesting to just kind of see if it could parlay itself into actually her program getting better by being able to meet UConn in the in the you know the championship game where it all counted. Now, I'll be honest though, back then that those were probably the only two games that I would watch. You know what I mean because they were such rivals um yes. during a regular season at all. I mean and on occasion I would catch a ladies NCAA tournament. So, I get the point, but I think those two rivals when they played each other really drew some attention to the female NCAA basketball. I'll be honest, I don't watch WNBA at all. I mean, and I'm not dogging anybody or dissing anybody. It's no. just not watchable. But 
female softball to me is very watchable. I'll watch well, that all day. And that's and that's the thing, Reggie. Now you're more of a baseball guy, so you know, that's probably why you're in the softball a little bit more. You know, I'm not going to lie either. I don't lot, watch a lot of WNBA. I've taken more of an interest since obviously the Minnesota Lynx are uh, winning a majority of these championships here over the past few years. And to be quite honestly, only championships that have been brought to the Twin Cities recently are by the Minnesota Lynx. I'm glad uh, you had, said that. Well, you know, it's true. It's true. And we give them props here, man. You know, I'm you a should. Stub. Absolutely, we should. And we that's, do and we will. That's all and, you got. Hey, hey, settle down, Reginald. You need to stop talking about the links, man. Uh, Come on. I'm about to if you, if you quit interrupting me, brother. Well, you got like hey. four other professional uh, slash college teams that you talk about. And, and all you talk about is the links. Uh, that's pretty damn sad. How about you talk about your twins? How about that? How about your Vikings? Your Gophers? Are you done? All right, I'm sorry. I'm man. about Let's to start stop. talking about you. You keep going, you little sawed off mother. Well, anyway, anyway, hit the dumb button, dog. Hold on. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but, but just to wrap it up on, on that, uh, you know, hats off to the women. Some, you know, obviously some teams do better than others in attendance and whatnot. You know, it is what it is. I think what it's going to take ultimately for the WNBA is to be kind of a self-sustaining league without any help from the W or excuse me, from the NBA side in terms of the finances, keeping some of these teams afloat. Yeah, you're right. Or it's going to have to have some help from some major corporate donors. And you're right. The WNBA has got to pull itself out from the NBA. And Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. No, I was just going to talk about her disease state because, um, you know, I was fortunate or shall I say unfortunate to sell medications that treat dementia, which is early stage Alzheimer's. What's very interesting is that, you know, uh, being African-American and growing up, I never experienced Alzheimer's. I, we always experienced heart attacks, strokes, diabetes, things like that. And when I sold a medic, you know, the medication, you know, I really didn't know about it until I actually experienced it firsthand. And a, just a real quick story, you know, when you have Alzheimer's, it basically kind of it robs you. It kind of you end up basically resorting back to when you were a kid, you know, a newborn baby, pretty much. Um, and it's a it's a degenerative disease. It's very, very sad because you start losing your memory. Everything goes well, your everything, fun, you know? yeah, everything in your brain just goes and, you yeah. know, the, even the veins start shriveling up and kind of going away. And that's what creates a lot of the stuff because yeah. the brain doesn't get the blood it needs and so on and so forth. It's scary, man. It is oh, scary. Um, so the, the the story was one day um, I was at a doctor's office and, and this guy runs in and he's like, hey, you know, can you you need to get help? And he's screaming at his dad like I told you to stay in the car. And why do you always do this? And typically when you have dementia or Alzheimer's, you just kind of forget who you are. You forget your loved ones. You get your forget your family. You'll just kind of do a daze. You forget what time it is. And right. this, this guy's dad basically was walking and he fell flat on his face outside and blood was everywhere and I helped him up and and that was my first just real interaction of individuals that have Alzheimer's and he just even recognized his son and it's so sad but um you know obviously the the best solution is you want to get help as much as possible you want to slow down the progression 
as most as you can preserve what you have because obviously it cannot be reversed. It can only be slowed down. So yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, just sad all the way around. So Pat Summit passes away today at 64 years young. Um, obviously, no, a lot of news going to be dropping over here. And and not to throw too much shade, but I, I hope that her son can maybe uh, find a way to live up to half of a, his mother's legacy and get his act together instead of going to the school where his mother started coaching and banging his players. So. Yeah, not a not a good look. Not yeah, a good just, look. Exactly, exactly. And, and today of all days, I, I hope that dude can get it together because um, uh, he, he got a young lady pregnant down there at Louisiana Tech. Oh, so that's kind of what happened then. Yeah, yeah. They decided to give him his shot, obviously. That's where Pat Summit started her, co- her college co- uh, coaching career. And, well, look what happened. Sickening. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it also just kind of sh- – makes you question sometimes is why do these celebrities, you know, their, their children just automatically get, get gigs, you know, without really proving themselves and they become immune. He got a name. Yeah. He's yeah. Pat Summit's son. Pat Summit started at that school at Louisiana tech, helped get that program up and running at Louisiana tech was a powerhouse in women's basketball while she was there. And for a few years after she left and wanted to, you know, kind of at least get a name in there that they can sell and you know maybe try and get something started down there but obviously didn't work out that way yeah well hey i want to hop back in and just address one of the chats that rc had uh, said and this was in regards to the boxing that you had talked about yes yeah and rc said as for triple g and canelo delay i don't blame canelo because he'll fight anyone i blame golden boy oscar for this delay Canelo's Oscar's cash cow, and he's going to milk this fight for all it's worth. Most of the mega fights don't happen right away. Leonard Hagler, Tyson Holyfield, Good point. Good point. Mayweather, Pacquiao. But I, I agree with you, RC. But again, it's boxing, okay? And I think we are at a point where we really need to kind of get past all this, these these horrible other fights. And, and boxing is a, is a dinosaur. No one watches that anymore at all. Well, well, hold on. Got to put you in check a little bit here, Reg. Again, Reg, Reg, Reggie's somewhat of a greenhorn. He's in his forties, but he's on that. He's still on the lower side. Reg, two, uh, I believe, it was two years ago. Boxing pay per views outdrew MMA. What? That's right. No, Google whoa, whoa. it. Google it. Google I, it. All right. You Google know what? I, yeah. Google it. I would trust you, but you're obviously you your internet doesn't work because you said the same oh. thing about this Minnesota bootleg airport. But we'll talk about okay, that later. Yeah, yeah, we definitely will Google it. Boxing pay per views because you got to remember not only that there's Canelo, there's Floyd, there's some big ones that happen, and yeah, that's true. That's true. And had I known we were going to talk boxing tonight, brother, I would have definitely put that up there. But I, you Google it. Let me know. Because uh, it is definitely true. And while you are left in shock by the Gov, I want to welcome a couple of our homeboys from the RealCast Nation. What's up, RealCastRadio.com in the house? Got to give it up for my main man. He is taking that locomotive all the way, baby. The one and only, that ninja. And his show, The Underground Railroad. Very good show yesterday, by the way, ninja. 
Make sure you check him out on speaker.com. And the one and only Gary G Money Joiner joining us as well. What's up, G Money? What's up, fellas? That's right. Everyday people show in the house. The real cast crew in the house. Yeah, real cast. What up, what up, what up? And like I was saying, yeah, man, uh, I'll drew him in the pay per view. You know what? Let me see, Vince. This is what you do. Let, let's is, do this. Let's do this. I'll let you speak, homie, because I see on the video link you trying to Google and stuff. I know it's hard for you to do two things at once, Reggie. So speak first, then get back to your Googling. Okay. So oh. Let, oh. Let, hold, hold on. on. Hold you on. took why'd you why'd you pick two years ago? That that's the best you uh, can hold do. Hold on. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen. I think somebody wants a piece of my co-host here. You know him. You love him. Let's get the music going. He is the one and only Chief Rocker. Jersey, what you got to say tonight, homeboy? Oh, man, shoot. I'm just um, strolling through Minnesota, you know. I figure I'll make a call to the match and see what's going on, what's really going on. Hey, uh, because I'm um, down, you know, on the mall. Cavaliers, you know, but um, enjoy the summer because when the fall season come back around, we're going to have a new chef in town called the New York Knicks. Mm, so oh, you, so you buying in, you buying in on that trade then, huh, uh, huh Vince? Or Jersey, yeah, I mean, sorry. Yeah, see, that's not the only piece we going to have. That road is just the start of what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at us getting the center, and uh, if... Uh, Derrick Rose and Carmelo do what they need to do to the rap. Yo, man, I, I'm looking at uh, at least uh, Eastern Conference going up against uh, Cleveland for the Eastern Conference Championship. Wow. You know, and uh, cause, you know uh, Jamal Crawford is thinking about leaving. And you know, hey, New York loves him. We never let we never stop loving Jamal. Now Jamal you know? is a baller. How old is he? I think he's like what late thirties, thirty six, thirty seven. He yeah, got crazy yeah. handled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Here's a question for you, though. Now, I don't yeah. think Derek, Derek Rose is ever going to get back to what he was, but um, I definitely think it was a great addition. I just wonder, and I want to ask you, the ball movement. You know, you got a, two ball-dominated players with Rose and Melo. So how do you think that's going to work? And I don't know if they're going to be able to bring Durant on board. I really don't know if they have enough, but if they get him, I definitely can see Nick. Oh, no, Durant. we got more than enough money, down. We just freed up another uh, $30 million to go along with the 60 we had when uh, Apollo and uh, Williams were free agency. They, they, they tested the market. So that $30 million just put right back in that $60 million. We got about $90 million freed up, man. You know, so I mean, money ain't an issue to us right now. It's just uh, buying, getting people to buy in to come play, you know. That's what, that's what I mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to tell you like this. Uh, you talking about ball demanding people. Carmelo, last year, man, I watched all 82 games. Carmelo tried to get everybody in the game. Pazingas. Carmelo made Pazingas look like an all-star, man, which he should have got the nod, right? But there was too many yeah. veterans ahead of him. Hey, Chief, he, I'm sorry, Chief. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, no, man. No, go ahead, man. I, I just noticed out here in our chat room here that Ninja, he uh, had something that caught my eye. And, again, folks, thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. We got the Chief Rocker joining me and Reggie on the line here. 
Now, that ninja said, get Carmelo one more decent piece, and the Knicks are going to be a tough foul. What do you think about Ninja's comments? I mean, Ninja, too, man. See, I'm going to tell you something. Watch the Olympics. Watch the Olympics. Watch how Carmelo plays with better people around him. Carmelo, when he went to the last two Olympics and won gold medals with all the players he played with, man, Carmelo was one of the stars in doing that you know, whole summer. It's just that Carmelo's not the type of player that want to lead. Carmelo wants you to be there and y'all play king ball. You set him up. You know, Derrick Rose, guy, you said the man's the ball. Derrick Rose, the man's the ball to penetrate and make his other players look good. That's Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, when, when Derrick Rose played with Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler had a great game because Derrick Rose was getting him the ball where he needed man. Derrick Rose going to draw the defense in. It's going to be wide open jumpers all day. Porzingis, Carmelo, if Durant do come, Durant, that's going to be hard to stop, man. You know? So, even if, 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 if we don't get, if, if we don't get Durant, if we get Jamal Crawford coming off the bench, yeah. that's going to be just as dangerous. But we still got some nice bench pieces from last year on there. Our bench was tough last year. You know, it's just that, uh, we just didn't. We just didn't coach like last year. That's what I can put it like that. We just didn't coach. Not saying the coaches were sorry, not like that. We just didn't gel as a whole unit last year because Carmelo got mad the way Christian uh, was treating them younger guys. Because Carmelo, uh, Carmelo got used to being with them. He was rubbing them because he know how they play ball, and it was just a happy group, man. Well, I thought Rambles is a horrible coach. I do totally agree with that. And as uh, someone who, you know, uh, we had Rambles here in Minnesota, complete failure. Now, you know, it's Minnesota. He didn't have a whole lot to work with by any means. But I wasn't impressed with him in in New York either, fellas. No, no. It's another thing uh, that Ninja mentioned, too. Uh, Also, in the Olympics, man, you'll notice that you don't have that – bullshitting ass refereeing going on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they call the games like it's played. And, and, and you know, international referees, you know, they ain't getting paid their big time money. So they're out there, you know, better their status. So they call the games like it is. And uh, you watch, man. Everybody said this U.S. team is going to be weak. Man, they forgot. Man, you got Durant is a scorer. Carmelo can score. Oh, yeah. I mean, pieces they got, they... I mean, everybody in the United States. Kyrie on that squad. You know, here's a center that y'all should or probably might think about is I don't think the Cavaliers are looking to pay Mozgov. And I thought he's a damn good center, uh, underrated center. So I think he's a uh, free agent. I'm not sure if they're going to give him money or what kind of what he's going to ask for. I think so, huh? Mozgov. Yeah. yeah, You know what? what? I wouldn't mind taking that shot, Dollar. But I don't think he's sure. Phil, Phil trying to win now. Phil trying to win now because he know if he don't get to the playoff, he gonna get chased out of New York, man. Because them fans, man, is brutal. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to New York sports radio, you hear some of the stuff that you want on the set. I know Phil don't even like listening, but you always got somebody sending you blobs. You know he's a tweet. He tweets, so he gets all that through his Twitter. So he tries to go for it. So it's either going to be the White, Noah, or it's going to be a wild card. I don't know who the wild card. I hope it's not Paul Gasol. Because I do right. not like Paul. But Paul, Paul Gasol don't play no defense. Okay. At least you get defense with Noah and, and, and uh, Noah and 
the right little place will be. All right, and that's the Chief Rocker joining us tonight. Again, you are listening to Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com. You can also check out the show on XSquadAffiliates.com. And, you know, Jersey Vern, like I said, he is the hardest working man in podcasting. Uh, bottom to the top show, E Green uh, Grind Repeat Show, Sleep Grind Man Repeat, Mandy Leon. I mean, Jersey, w- when do you work, Jersey? <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't let I got something for you, Jersey. Yeah, yeah, you better make sure you get your ass to the ATM soon. Because what about your damn Yankees, dog? You see my Indians? Dollar, dollar, dollar. My boys are going to finish with a better what's, record than yours. And what's the bet? What's the bet? That the, the Indians will have a better record. I know. Than I said, how much is the bet? How much is the bet? I thought we bet 50 apples. Oh, yeah. Ain't no problem. <laughs> I know ain't you no got problem. it. Hey, man, and it's all about the love of the sports betting here on Sports Done Right, baby. Got to love it. Got to love it. Hey, y'all, uh, first off, we got to welcome the one and only, and of course, it's so ironic that Jersey's on the line. He is that green tea drinking, Brady ball holding, deflated mofo. Here we go, yeah. All the way from Boston by way of Cobb County, Georgia, now living the good life down south. Got to give it up for the one and only Grego, Greg Finney in the house. What up? Yeah, how about your Celtics, Grego? How about that? Why don't you talk about that? Made 15 dumbass moves. <laughs> All them damn picks to do nothing. All hey, them mate, do you, nothing. you got Boston fans that still talk about Danny Ainge need to go somewhere and get they need to get a new GM, man. Hey, but you you said about all the people that I'm dealing with right now, you know, working with. Hey, listen, man, I got this lady. She's been with the lottery for hey man since I've been down here since '98. She's been on TV doing lottery. She does. She does. She used to do uh, R&B radio. Uh, she used to do all types of big-time events down here. You know what I'm saying? Sweet young lady, man. Uh, we're about to do something together, man, because I want to get her into this podcast, man, because right now she's just doing internet from home. Uh, she's not internet, but uh, Facebook from home. You know, I was going to say, Jersey, that, that can sound real interesting when you say internet from home. That can go so many different ways. Mm-hmm. What's the website? No, no, say, <laughs> Yeah, she she be on Facebook from home, but um, I told her about this podcast and she would be great doing it because she already have experience and everything else. Uh, Doug know it too, man. I don't want to give her name up until she start doing it, man. But um, yeah, I had a conversation with her, man, and um, you know, definitely that, man. Um, uh, if she, if we can make this thing happen, man. You know, that's another piece to the puzzle, man. But um, you know, it's big up the X Squad, man. You know, all, all I'm trying to do is just. Um, 
you know, keep things going and keep people happy and, and have good shows. That's all I want, man. Hey, and then you do a, a damn good job at it, Jersey. You are definitely probably the most popular dude out there, um, you know, from, from the X-Squad affiliates. Everybody loves you, man. Everybody knows Jersey, the Chief Rocker. So many different nicknames, so many different shows, man. Like I said, I don't know where you find time to, to head over to the airport and work, brother. Yeah, right. And oh, look like dude. a G. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, hey, 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 you know, it's that thing, man. I'm from the area where we don't sleep, the cities that don't sleep. Jersey and New York, northern Jersey and the five boroughs, we don't sleep, man. You know, we just keep doing what we got to do, man. You get to sleep when you can. Hey, you, you know, eat, sleep, all. grind, repeat. And repeat. And the <laughs> whole thing all over again. That's what we do. That's right. That's <laughs> hey, right. Man, but it, it, hey, man. I'm going to let y'all go ahead and do that show. Do that show, man. It ain't going to be no hall. You know, uh, I got you when football season starts because uh, I'm going to dig, dig, dig deep in your ass on them goddamn Vikings this year, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Future and, um, Super Bowl champion, Minnesota Vikings. Give it you, up, people. Give it up. You better stop drinking, man. Stop drinking. Tell me Drop I'm not dreaming. <laughs> I, I, I was about to ask if you had a drink tonight, man, because, shit, hey, y'all still ain't getting no kicker. Hey, man. I am about to break out some, either some Cabo Wobble or some Don Julio tequila, man. I'm feeling good tonight. We got Reggie back over here in the United States jersey. Yeah. We, we got we you on the, the line. <laughs> and uh, and by the way, Ninja, you weren't in here earlier because Ninja hit me up earlier. And Pat Summit did turn down the Tennessee men's coaching job twice. It is a true story, yeah. Ninja. I hate to bust the bubble on that. Hey, <laughs> do you do you think, I'm going to read you this. Do you think she was all woman? <laughs> what? Do I think she was what? All woman. Who? I'm kidding. I've never seen her in my oh, man. man. Did you trying to get us kicked off the network already, Jersey. (laughs) What I'm going to say, Jersey, is certain, certain, listen to me, fellas, certain cultures get married for self-preservation. Careful. Certain people get married for self-preservation. Hey, the views of these two do not necessarily (laughs) reflect the views of your sports governor people. (laughs) Some people don't care what you look like as long as you got the money is right. Well, hey, man, hey, hey, you know, that's true. And especially the part about, you know, don't matter what you look like, because obviously Carla, a very cute chick, she putting up with you somehow, Reggie, so... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you know how to put it down, baby. <laughs> she she like winners over here, like the Cavaliers. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the Buckeyes. Hey, 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 you know what? You know what, though? And you know what? I never had a chance to tell you to tell Carla. Tell Carla that amazing, whatever color they wear, is not going to be so amazing. Just because hardball there don't mean a damn thing. Because as long as you got the mighty high Buckeyes. They will never see the light of day again. And with that, man, I'm gone. Peace out, All right, man. Peace Thanks. out, Jersey. Great Thanks, call. Thanks, man. Miss you, brother. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, peace. the one and only Chief Rocker joining us. You hear the music. Very few people got their own theme song when they come in the joint, man. Uh, that's the man. I love Jersey. Yeah, um, yes, it is. You want to get back in this chat or you want to take well, a break? Or let's what you want do to do, this. bro? Let's take a break. 
get reset here. We're going to come back, get in that chat. And yeah. uh, again, we will uh, go back at it. Got a lot of good people in the chat room, a lot of fun topics to talk about. And we can even stretch the show a little bit as we got started early here. Again, folks, on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network, you're listening to Sports Done Right. Me and... Ghetto pastures, full of coulda, woulda, shouldas, and caskets. Situations critical, tragic. Still can't figure out how AIDS left magic. But I guess if you make enough money, you'll make magic. It's hard to be all you can be when all that you see is death and disease. Black ministers raping the seeds. In the streets, we ain't escaping the heat, we raising it. Them seeds roaming the same streets, but who raising them? Obama ain't filling them bullets when they grazing them. Sending seeds don't get taken when the coroners are praising them. Nope, it ain't phasing none of them cats. Afghanistan, we warm right here where we at. It's a fact, love it or hate it, the economy's makeshift. Still gotta get paid, but still dodging the haters. Land of the freeze a landfill. Smell the hatred, 2000 now, nothing's taboo or sacred. Life's a soap opera, prepare for speed knots landing. I ain't never scared, I'm a black man standing. Imagine living on an all black planet with tall buildings made of all black granite. No black on black crime is how I plan it. But every black woman be a black man standing. Failure's not an option, cause that's demanded. By the earth, she frail, she need a black man standing. We celebrate just MLK, not Malcolm, Marcus Garvey, Fred Hampton, or Eldridge Cleaver. How do the government really see us? Integrated, not assimilated, searching for white Jesus. My thesis are work in progress, too much info to process. Nymphos in the projects, birthing babies with limited promise. We in a race for more than land and dollars. We gon' lose if you plan to follow. President's policies is borrowed. Sock puppet politics is so hollow. It's a scam on tomorrow. I know we black, y'all, but that's about it. That war overseas, man, that's about chips. Healthcare reform, that's about rich folks and their benefits. Freedom by any means. Never been more relevant Forecast, turning credits And I register my melanin I be rebelling Military-minded with my regiment Life's a soap opera Prepare for speed knots landing I ain't never scared I'm a black man standing Imagine living on an all-black planet With tall buildings made of all-black granite No black-on-black crime is how I plan it But every black woman be a black man standing Failure's not an option Cause that's demanded By the earth she frail She need a black man standing she need a black man standing. She need a black man standing. It's beach body season. So if you're looking to get that beach body, there's still time with IASOT. The IASOT is a unique blend of nine all natural herbs. Just eight ounces of tea twice daily can provide you with dramatic results and have you beach ready in no time. Place your order today at www.totallifechanges.com forward slash tea team. That's www.totallifechanges.com forward slash T E A T E A M or call. 
678-250-5839. That's 678-250-5839. Start working on your beach body today. No tricks in 86, it's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me. You'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh? The number one cheap rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Young. Microwave! Reggie Long, a.k.a. Dollars and Cents. Kicking it with you. Yeah. Yeah. Extra, give it to you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Governor, coming to you live from Minneapolis. Make sure you're listening to Sports Done Right of Wednesdays on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Not only me, but the rest of the X-Squad affiliates bringing you dope shows all week long. Make sure you're checking us out on SME. Kick it. X-Go, give it to you. The people have spoken, and no matter how it goes down, your sports talk is going to be all right. So forget the GOP, the DNC, the only party in town is at the Governor's Mansion. The Governor of Sports Talk, that is. Every Tuesday night right here on Spreaker, come on over and get your sports done right. Now let's get back to the show with the big, smooth Vince Wright. And what up, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Governor. Along with our main man, DJ Dollars and Cents, up in this joint. I am the... Well, normally it's just me on the Sports Done Right, but Reggie's been gone so long, we had to bring him back in tonight, and he is co-hosting with me. Reggie, Cleveland, no longer a town of losers, baby. Gotta feel good. (laughs) Well, it feels fantastic, you know what I'm saying? And I'm glad you had me on the show. For all you haters, including your damn self and Fish and everybody else, you know what y'all can do? Never mind. I'm not even going to go there. Oh, he's a funny one. You know, for a guy that's like five foot two, he talks a lot of ish. He does, doesn't he, people? I talk more ish than Aisha, Aisha Curry. I don't see her ass tweeting oh, no more. Here he goes. Here he goes. That? Another little whiny. Look, man, you know what? I'm actually with you. I'm just messing with you a little bit. Aisha Curry, cute lady, nice looking woman. Stop tweeting on your phone or tablet or whatever you are doing. You know, I talked about it a little bit last week on my show, Reg. These The spouses of these athletes and social media. What, what, oh, hold on. Hold on. We got somebody wants a piece. 
Ladies and gentlemen, on the line with us all the way again from the Atlanta metro area, give it up for Mr. John Fisher. What's up, Patty Cake? What's going on, fellas? What's going on, man? I hear dollars out there, you know, disrespecting my name. Ah, well, <laughs> I am going to step aside. I'll be the referee. Back to our neutral corners and have at it, ladies and gentlemen. Go get them, Fish. I'm sick of listening to them. <coughs> What's that? Damn, man, put the pipe down, Reggie, man. No, that was just somebody choking. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What what were we saying? That's you. (laughs) That was your Golden State Warriors. Weren't you the one one bashing LeBron last year on Real Cast Radio? Uh, Weren't you the one one that we called the LeBron hater just last season? Yeah, and And I still. Come out here. Uh-huh. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Now, you, hold did, up. you did still root for your Cavs. I'm not going to take on. that away from you. Hold on! I I never I was never on the LeBron bandwagon. I still didn't like how he he did things, but they won. So you, if that's all you got, let's talk about all this other stuff that your boys was frauds last year. They won with minus two stars, and then they had their full squad. They were up three to one, and they choked. All right, can I so so yep, they lost with one star. Can can we can no longer at least on 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 that team we can no longer call Kevin Kevin Love a star. So, oh. how do you feel about Kyrie? Um I've always liked Kyrie. I think he's a dog. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so I think Kyrie should have been considered co-MVP because last year like I said, LeBron averaged a triple-double in the playoffs last year and they lost. Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, he didn't have Kevin Love or Kyrie. This year, he has them both. Kevin Love does nothing Kyrie does. I think Kyrie should have at least been considered for, for, for um, you know, for co-MVP because he, he hit the shot of the franchise, not, not just of the year, of the season. Like, that's the shot of that team's franchise history, that three-pointer that he took in Steph Curry's face, you know. And I felt like he stepped up um, when really, I can't say Tristan, I can't say the rest of them didn't step up, but, None of them was scoring in the manner like Kyrie was. Like he was unguardable, and Clay Thompson is actually a good defender. You know what I mean? But he was just un- he was just unguardable. Well, so I, I I agree with you on as far as consideration for uh, dual MVP. But what I didn't know and I learned is that LeBron led every single player in points, assists, rebounds. I think it was in steals. So it's kind of hard. To pull that away and blocks and pull that away. But you are right. Kyrie Irving should have gotten way more credit than he did, definitely. But yeah. Um, yeah, No, go ahead, finish finish your thought, man. Finish your thought. Go ahead, Fish. (laughs) Is he there? You there, Fish? Oh, you fish, you there? Well, he should be there. Um, Fisher, we got Fisher on the line here. Fisher, um, why don't you call it? If you can hear us, Fish, why don't you call us back here real quick here? Um, but what did you think about what he was saying there, brother? Uh, you know, like I said, I mean, Kyrie, he did hit probably, you know, the biggest shot of the franchise. And it's hard to argue with, like I said, LeBron leading, you know, and all those stats. Uh, um, hold on. Let me make sure Fish, you back. Can you guys hear me? Yes, yeah, sir. We can hear you. There we go. There we go. Okay, Fisher, right. go ahead and finish your thought, brother. I'm sorry. I have no idea what I was saying. I just know everything <laughs> like after that. <laughs> so <laughs> no, nah, nah, congrats to you, though, Donald. Congrats, man. No, nah, thanks, bro. And, and and the thing is, is that 
Um, I had always said that, you know, you, you can't live and die by that, by the three, but the problem is, is that Golden State is kind of hard to now say that this is a, one of the best teams in, in, in the NBA history. And it does kind of ring hollow what they were saying last year, though. I mean, the Cavaliers basically with LeBron, Matthew Della Vadova, Tristan Thompson, you know, and a bunch of other bums, you know, Sean Marion really gave Golden State all they can handle with their squad. So I'm not really sure if Golden State, without Draymond Green, they're an average team. I mean, that's who drives that ship, not Curry. It's Draymond Green. Well, 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 I agree with you on a, on the Draymond tip. But I think it's unfair to, to Golden State to say that because they're a better team than they were last year, man. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, they they went out there and they did what they were supposed to do um, all year until they got to the Cavs. And, 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 and what, what the key thing is, and I heard um, Iman Shumpert uh, on, the sports, on the sports show, and he was saying that, you know, their whole plan was just to play physical with Steph when he's running through screens until the refs started calling it. And he was just like, you know, we just – he was like LeBron said, "Look, just you know, keep 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 a body on them, be physical with them until you know until the refs start like make the refs call it, and the refs didn't, you know, um, and and that's the way that you know people have been saying all year. Look, you got to get big with them, you got to get in their shorts, you got to get physical, and it worked. Um, but you're right, without Draymond Green, I still say they're a playoff team. Yeah, oh I yeah, say, definitely. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say just average. May I maybe slightly above average, but he is he is definitely." Um, the straw that, that, that stirs that drink because of the energy. You know, Steph, you know, Steph may talk a little trash on the court sometimes. He may stare people in the face, but he's not really a vocal leader. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, that's he, he's more very of a showman. Point. Like, he very gets the crowd point. involved. He's not getting the team involved. Right. Draymond is, is, is the one that's going to talk to his teammates and yell at us when we're doing bad, you know? So, you know. Absolutely. It, it, you know. Hey, that, no, that was a very good point, Fish. And, folks, again, you're listening to Sports Done Right here on the Steward Media and Entertainment Network. Let me jump in this chat room here. Uh, first off, because I got to introduce a couple of uh, lovely young ladies here. First, I got to give it up for our main lady, Miss Denise, has joined us tonight. Miss Milk and Cookies herself. What's going on, young lady? Nice Abby. Nice Abby, Denise. Now, yes, indeed. And also joining us, uh, Ms. Queen is up in here as well. So I want to say what's up. I don't know if this may be her first time or not, but thank you for joining us, Ms. Queen. How you doing, Ms. Queen? All right. So let me get back out of here. You know, we got Fisher. We got Reggie Lawrence going hardcore tonight. Uh, you know, Fish, because Reggie been looking for you, man. He's been looking for you ever since Europe. So um, I know... Uh, and and hats off to Fish. Fish taking his lumps, man. You know, um, uh, the chief rocker got at him the other day, and, and Fish holding his own, man. So, Fisher, stand-up dude, man. Well, now, I mean, I, I'm going to say probably one of the biggest collapses in, in sports history. The biggest collapse, bro. You went, you went, what, you broke the Bulls record, okay? You buzzed through. You barely got by OKC, and then you had Cleveland down, Tell me that's not maybe one of the biggest fraud teams that I've ever known. There's look, no man, way. You, look, 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 look. Are we? Let, let's. We, you can have you, you. You can have it both ways, man. You can call them a fraud team on one hand. On another hand, you can call Cleveland the better team. You know Which one I mean? you want to go I, with? So, 
we can go. I mean, I think I think it's a little bit of both. You know, on one hand, yes, that is the biggest collapse I can I can ever remember in American sports outside of maybe I can the only thing that that, that that's equivalent to that is when the Yankees had the Red Sox up three yeah, one and then right, the Red yeah, Sox yeah, broke yeah, the, exactly. the, the, the curse I of the day. You know what I'm saying, and that right and that's on. the only other one I I can really think of that that's the same as this. But you know, at the same time, while you say yeah, you guys choked this away, you can also say well, you know, hey, the Cavs stepped up to the plate and they proved it. They proved to be the better team. And in a seven game series, man, you know, the better team tends to win. Yeah. Even if even if you want to say hey, you know, well, they didn't have Draymond in this game. Well, you know that that's the Warriors' problem. You know, they still had two chances after that to close the deal, and they didn't do it. So. You know, hats off to the Cavs. You know, I, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a discredit the Warriors and say, yeah, you guys had a chance to do this and do that, and you didn't do it. You came up short. But you know, at the end of the day, I mean, the difference between them being a champion and not being a champion was what they lost by four, so so five points. You well, know, they got they got call, blown I can't call out. A season of fraud. I can because you know you, they lost you, game they lost games they lost game seven by four points, man. They lost game seven at home. Okay, after after points. after breaking a single season record is why I'm calling okay. it a, a fraud. And the the, the other situ the other but, problem, but the playoffs are different. The playoffs are different than the regular season. They lost the same amount of games in the playoffs as they did all regular season. You can call that a fraud, or you can call it you have more games against better teams, and you're not playing against the bums in your conference and the bums in the other conference and a couple of good teams who may have guys sitting out this game or sitting out that game. Not to mention everybody's not playing at 100% right now because it's just a regular season. They're trying to well, play. hold on. Hold, no hold on, is. fellas. Hold on, fellas, because you guys are going hot and heavy. Very good points. But let me get some of the chat people involved here as well. Okay. Uh, starting with that ninja, he says, if not mistaken, I thought Fish said because of a stat from last year, there should have been co-MVPs this year. That is a patented four-letter network statement. Uh, he also said LeBron led both teams in five categories, and you're glamorizing one shot because of reputation from a repetition from the TV. I really hate mainstream media. Um, Jersey said not an hold MVP on. dollar. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. up. That's got nothing to do with, with, with what I see on ESPN or what I see on whatever I might be watching. That, that goes strictly to see – what I see when I'm watching the game, I mean, we can't discredit Kyrie. Like everybody just wants to jump to LeBron, and I, like I said, rightfully so. He led. He led every category. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he said, five categories. But that that's not to take away the fact that he didn't average a triple double last season in the finals. He averaged a triple double, and guess what? They lost. And when he lost, everybody said, "Oh well, he didn't have the help. He didn't have the help. He didn't have the help." Now, when he has no, the, he help, the, the help, and the help does, yeah. and the help does, he, but he got the help from only one of his other two players. But only here's the thing, though: Jer- he got a ball. Hold on, he got he got the help from one of his players. So when his player, when his one player of the two that were both healthy this year, give him the help, why are we going to discredit him? Well, wait a minute. He also had Tristan Thompson step up, and 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 the situation is is this: your boy was a unanimous MVP, and he no showed. Period. Point blank. Two okay, series. And, and, Two and, series. And, okay, he no showed, and guess what? Kyrie yeah. did a lot of guarding him. Kyrie did a lot, and Kyrie scored a lot of his points while Steph was guarding him. And Kyrie's Kyrie not a defender. Kyrie, exactly, exactly, exactly my point. So, 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 why are we not giving Kyrie Irving more credit? That's, well, that's we the should, only we thing should, we should give Curry less credit. You have a a shorter point we guard on give, you we, that we is a horrible defender. Credit. We can give Curry less credit all we want to till the cows come home. That's fine and dandy. 
I'm saying when it comes to the reason why the Cavs won this year, it is more Kyrie Irving than it is LeBron. No, if Kyrie no, wasn't no, there, if no. Ky- look, listen, listen, listen. If Kyrie wasn't there, LeBron probably could have had the same stats. He probably still could have led all all players in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. Is that not is that not a possibility? Of course it is. So with that being said, he still could have done that whether Kyrie was there or not. But hey, Kyrie was there, and guess true. what? That was the help they needed. Now I get what Fish whoa, is whoa. saying here. Hold no, up, hold up, hold Tristan up, hold up, Thompson, hold up. They don't win. Hold up, let me because I want to get some more of the chat in here. And again, folks, sports done right. Thank you for tuning in, checking us out on xsquadaffiliates.com. We got John Fisher, host of Cooking with the Microwave, on here. He's going hard with my co-host Reggie. Make sure you check out all of our shows on xsquadaffiliates.com and as well Spreaker.com. Now. Fish Sluggo is out here, the hammer himself, saying that that's the humble pie or cold crow fish is chewing on. They coming after you. <laughs> now, hold up. But no one talks about what's even worse for your Golden State Warriors, which is pathetic. The Cavaliers switch coaches in midseason, just about. Okay. Oh, well, they, they switch coaches in midseason. They switch coaches in midseason because of the Warriors. It has not. It doesn't matter if it's because of the Warriors. You got yeah, beat. Okay. Your Warriors got beat okay. by a coach that came did, in halfway did, did, through did the Steve, season. Did Steve, did Steve Kerr coach the whole season? He coached damn. He coached longer um, than um, Black or uh, Lou, and he also coached him last year to what, your by seven games to your championship team that you were so in love with that blew through a bunch of teams that was missing two to three of their best players again. So last year was flawed by Golden State, and then when they played but, against teams but, with their, but they their still, full compliments. But, but they still got back to the finals and lost to a better team. Well, I'm glad you admit it, that I mean, it was if, a better if, team. If, if, you, if, if, you want to call, if you want to call last year a fraud, then they probably wouldn't have made it to the finals this year. I mean, are we not going to? It was we, a fraud. So, they, so, beat, they beat everybody minus, minus their best players. All right, well, let me ask you this. So yeah. if let's say let's say the Warriors don't break the Bulls record this year and they make it to the finals and lose, we still gonna call last year a fraud or this season a fraud? Um, no, you just calling it that because they broke the all time uh, regular season record. That's the only reason why you're calling it a fraud. Why well, calls Curry's uh, MVP a fraud? And I told you last year it was a fraud because they beat a bunch of teams minus their good players. Who did they play this year in the playoffs? Man, look, man, LeBron. Who, who did they play? LeBron, LeBron don't. Who they play? They play did- Portland. Okay, exactly. And who was on Portland squad? What do you mean? Who was on Portland oh, squad? Oh, come Portland on, had a good squad. Oh, come on. Okay, so they beat Portland. Who else they did they beat? They played Portland. They played Houston. Thank you. Um, and they played OKC. And they almost got. They was getting their ass kicked by OKC well, until they. Ask, well, let me it. ask you this. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. How good you think those teams would have done in the East? The teams that the Warriors beat. I think that they would have got I beat think, by Cleveland too. Think, so it doesn't matter. I think I think the I think OKC is a better team than every team Cleveland beat in the East. I also think, <laughs> um, excuse me, that Houston is better than at least two of the teams, maybe You're outside crazy. of Toronto. Okay, so Houston, you don't think Houston would have beat Boston? They would beat Boston, but I don't think Houston would have beat Toronto. You don't think Houston? You don't think Houston would have beat? I said outside of Toronto. Okay, I'm talking about the else? other two teams, they would have beat the Hawks. You don't? I, I can't say that. Man, Houston, Houston is garbage. Yeah, but they don't get swept. The Hawks got swept two years in a row, bro. All right, so okay. hold on. So let's right, hold on. let's move on. Let's move put on to teams, hold on. Hold, put, go ahead. Let's move on. No, go. Oh, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I was just gonna say. Um, 
Ninja says, does LeBron have to score 40 to get credit? Don't forget about his defensive impact on the game. Well, why does everybody feel like me saying Kyrie needs more credit means I'm trying to discredit LeBron? No, I think what you're they're saying is you thought that Kyrie should have had the MVP or dual MVP. I said Cole. I said Cole. You realize Kyrie did it two be, games, right? I never said Ky- two games. What do you mean? Ky- Kyrie showed up in game three when LeBron didn't, good sir. Okay, and then he showed up in, in another and then, the other and then, game. In game, in game. In game five, they both scored 41. In game six, Kyrie had like 28 to LeBron's 41. You can't sneeze at 28 points just because LeBron scored 41 and say Kyrie didn't show up. I, I'm not think, saying that. I'm saying that. You think they didn't need in game five them 28 points to Kyrie fish, put in? You think they fish, didn't need that? Fish, never in NBA history has this, has somebody led in all the categories for you know the whole series you know, um, for one player. Fine. And I'm not jocking LeBron. I'm not a big LeBron. Let's let's, let's talk about how. Back to your corner, gentlemen. I'm not wound up. It is what it is. The the stats don't lie. Okay. All right. I mean, everybody was, uh, it is cool, but no, you know what? You know what? Okay, so go to the stats game for game with, with points between Kyrie and LeBron, and see how many see how many games Kyrie scored more than him. Why don't we talk about Kyrie versus Curry? How about you talk about that? Like, you know, get off of LeBron. Kyrie, we, just, we just said Kyrie annihilated Curry. I'm not saying I'm not saying anything about LeBron. Y'all are saying that I'm trying to take I'm trying not to give LeBron credit, and, and that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm saying is all oh, everybody's talking about on LeBron, but I don't think he could have done it without Kyrie. And it's not like uh, I don't think Kyrie they could have did it without Kyrie Tristan Thompson either. Points. Kyrie averaged more points than any of the Golden State Warriors. So why are we just gonna sneeze at him? Fish, my, if my if my mom had a package, she'd be my dad. So if Golden State couldn't have did it without without Green, I mean they couldn't have went as far as they did without Green. You could say that all okay, you but, want, but um, but I'm saying Kyrie averaged more points than everybody on their team for the series. So why we just like yeah, whatever for Kyrie. Now let, let's get back to let, let's get back to like people like Grego that that was talking all this sh- this shit about the Cavs and hating on LeBron and the Cavs and, and jocking Aisha Curry with her silly ass. Let's talk about that. You know what? Nobody was bitching and and she wasn't out there tweeting. She's fine though. She damn fine as hell. And I, Curry's mama finer, but she wasn't saying shit when they was uh when they came back in one when they was down three one. But now she want to, you know, ride, ride, jock everybody and then call it a fraud when her boys come back and lose. Why is that? And then we ma- she- let me let me ask you something. Let me ask yeah. you something. Dollars. You, yeah. ma- you married? Uh, I was married, but I have a significant other. All right. What would your significant other do if that was you? Would she not do the same thing? Would she not feel, would she not feel the same Don't way? Don't even go there. Hell, oh, but man. She would. She might feel the same way, but all she right, wouldn't. All right. So just, she just wouldn't talk shit. That might is good enough. She wouldn't talk I shit. Mean, Fisher, that'd well, be like, would your girl get in a battle rap and and and, and battle rap somebody for you and handle your rap you game? Let me no. ask you something, man. At, let yep. me ask you something. How many of us say we want we want somebody that's ride or die? So when you get one that's ride or die, you just gonna want to criticize what the ride or die does? That's what a ride or die does. Okay, so and I ain't got no problem with it. You, oh, you don't have a problem with um? So Curry that's can't stick die, up, man. Oh, is it really? So, but that's people mad at Miko Grimes though. People was ju- mad at Miko Grimes when she was talking shit. But me, but but Miko Grimes was. Go ahead, Guff. Uh, Miko Grimes was repeated history of doing that 
via social media and coming on radio shows, cussing out radio hosts and all of that. I mean, like, it, I mean, uh, Aisha Curry stuff was related to, we can say, this, this what, these playoffs or that series? Excuse me, y'all. We can, we, we can yeah. say it was related to that series, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like she has this history of, oh, well, I'm bashing the NBA and this and this and that. I mean, let's just see. This is one, one incident with that happening, and it's coming from somebody who's standing behind. Man, I, you know, it, it, everybody wants somebody who's going to have their back like that. You know what I mean? It's just the era of the social media. She's a millennial. I would tell I would tell her to, I would tell her to fall back. Thank you. I would tell her to fall. I, I mean, I would I would you know find a way to let her know that I appreciated what she was doing, but you know, when it comes to making comments on social media, just express it as you happy because we won or you sad because we lost, and no comments on anything pertaining to the actual game. Okay, so here's my issue with all this. I don't really give a damn about the comments about the actual game, but where she overstepped the line is calling somebody else a punk or calling another grown man uh, a a wimp and and all this other BS. That's where she needs to shut her ass up because if another dude – hold on. If another guy – hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. If a guy attacked a woman – we would have an issue. And here's the other thing, and I'm going to let it go, is that this shows you what kind of chick she is, is when another chick called her out and told her to shut the F up because she wasn't hard, like Miko Grimes is off the chain, okay? She came on and was like, don't try to be like me. Don't pretend that you hard because you ain't got nothing to lose. Your man's got a contract. And notice, has your girl... Um, Aisha Curry said anything else back? Hell no. Are we serious? She's soft. Dollars, yeah. dollars, She's dollars. soft. Are we serious? Yes, we are. are we if you serious? talk shit, did, 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 did. come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, we no, we are somebody. No, we're talking we about somebody. we talking about somebody calling uh, calling her out and saying you not hard. We're talking. Like, what are, we're are saying. We, are we expecting? Are we expecting Aisha Curry to be hard? Really? Uh, is, fish, is, it, fish. is it the day and age that we're in right now? We fish are really expecting Aisha Curry to be hard. If she don't respond to somebody trying to act like they want to do something physical or whatever, like see me in the streets or what, like wow, and, and she's not responding, and, and, and we're really going to be like, oh, you're, taking, oh, you're, you're, so, you're like, doing your on, Golden man. State fandom. Up. No, 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 no. That ain't got nothing to do with Golden State. She that does have something to do with, with it. I'm not cursing. I wasn't cursing, man. I was saying stuff that's in the dictionary that you can see on radio.
So I let mean me... that that's all true, Gov. But can can you? I mean, can you blame a twenty-something-year-old woman for doing a twenty-something-year-old millennial for doing something via social media? Acting, yeah. Yes. Acting. Acting. Yeah. Wait. 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 Acting through emotions, like women. A lot of women just you know that's a lot of what they do. They no, they, they don't emotions or how they feeling. No, they don't. You know what name, name name another she, female. Look, 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 look. If she was, if she was, uh, if she was the wife of uh, what's your boy Tony Allen, this wouldn't be this big of a story. You know what, folks? Hold on for me. I'm sorry. I had I had the mute button on there, so they didn't hear my little question. So I apologize. What I was saying was, people, is that if you're going to be out there and you're going to have a spouse that does this and gets in on the social media, you got to watch the parameters that are involved here. I, I think that Aisha Curry, maybe what was going on in this series took Steph's eye just off the ball a little bit that maybe he wasn't um, truly 100% maybe focused on where he needed to be focused on. So that's all I was saying. I apologize for hitting that mute button. Let's move on, fella. No, hold on. We're not. No, no, I'm not done yet. First off, you act like you act like Twitter, Twitter just started and you act like Facebook just got invented. That is some BS when you let people off the hook because they're young and millennial. There's been plenty of examples of people doing stupid stuff that you like should know like i'm not going to go down that path the other oh. thing i want to say to you mr fish is that why is nobody else's wife doing that okay no, lebron james's wife doesn't do it nobody else's wife does that the only person well, i can re- re- hold on the only person i can remember is giselle bunchen when she took to twitter and threw her over her um husband's receivers under the bus after the super bowl saying that they they should catch the ball and and brady can't catch the ball that wasn't himself. that wasn't twitter that was video that video twitter, twitter. That, was, that was live video whatever but, regardless but, but, all right but all right so people people make mistakes though that's what i'm saying she that's kept doing saying. it like all right she did it Rich wound up man. tonight man look 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 if I, ain't nobody letting her off the hook what she did was stupid I, I, and i agree with what governor said like you gotta have parameters on what you're doing but if 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 she doesn't have her parameters that's on steph to either let it go or to, or to check it i don't know what type yeah. of relationship they have i'm not in their household that woman raising that man kids and what he let her do is what he let her do well, hey, he decided to check on and when right he decided on. to check her on, but I'm not going to chastise this woman for the rest. I'm like, oh, you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, she ain't out there pop locking. She ain't out there, you know, make, you know, you know, dropping it low or twerking out there on video or <laughs> nothing like that. Okay. You know, you, you she, she sent out a few, she sent out a few <laughs> bad tweets. Okay. We see athletes do that all the time. Like, okay. It's a woman doing it this time. I mean, so, so I, don't, I don't recall a woman calling out another man's manhood though. I don't recall that. So you help well, me out. I, she help was me wrong out for that. She was okay. wrong for that. And, and, and like you said, if another dude came back at her, she would have deserved it. And, and, and Gov, I think you're right. She probably took Steph's eye off the ball because she's probably wondering, like, yo, I hope nobody say nothing crazy back to my wife, and then I got to get involved in all. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, Steph, no, you know, yes, Steph ain't about that life no. either. You know, Steph ain't about that life either. So, I mean, regardless of the fact, like, uh, I'm not going to sit here and make Aisha Curry big news because of what yeah. she said. What well, she you, said, what yeah. she said, and guess what? That probably helped propel the Cavs to a victory. So you should no. be happy that, that no. you should be happy to that happen. No. Hey man, first off, now this gentleman, I don't know where this gentleman's coming from. Ladies and gentlemen, in the chat room making his debut, and this is a black man with the stars and bars of Confederate flag behind him. Ladies and gentlemen, Uncle Ruckus is up in this piece. 
and I don't know if I should be clapping for that, but welcome, I think. Oh, gosh. Uncle Ruckus, <laughs> and, and listen to what this man has to say. Uh, do we really want to and go there? I, I don't know. The views of Uncle Ruckus, definitely. <laughs> Beautiful white people. Oh, man. Listen to go. this. Do I even read it, Rich? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Listen to this coon talking down his own darky kind, making the beautiful white man proud. I don't, you know, we all need some entertainment. Uh, Uncle Ruckus. Uncle Ruckus. (laughs) Up in here, man. So, like you said, so we'll move on then from this topic unless. You have anything yeah, man. to say? Y'all, y'all, get back, y'all get back to y'all show, man. It was good talking to you, Donald. Donald, send me that email, man, so I can, so I can take care of that. Yeah, app, yeah, app. I sure will. I definitely will. And, um, yeah, we'll get everybody taken care of there. Fisher, thank you for joining us, No, man. no, 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 no. I know I, I I was talking to Dallas, Gov. I, I know, Gov. I saw you confirm me in the oh, chat room. Yes, I'm talking yes, to yes. Dallas because I, I lost apples to Dallas. Oh, And he has a bushel head. He has a bushel head of his way. I, I told him to send me an email. He never responded with the email. You know, he just wanted I, I to did. be able to come on and say, and say, oh, well, Fish, where you at, Fish? Where my apples? Um, you know? It, like, it, it's, I, in, I, uh, um, huh? it's, it's in the X-Squad uh, chat it's room. I, it's in the group me, but I'll, I'll send you a okay. personal group me one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Do that. <laughs> and I'm going to take care of that. And, and congratulations. Thanks, man. And I, I'll holler at y'all on the Sports and More show, man. Yeah, right, we still man. boys. <laughs> And get ready right, for brother. your Eagles to take that ass whooping, too. So, you know, we're going to get after it again, baby. All right, let's do it. Much love, dog. Ladies Peace. and gentlemen, you know him, you love him, John While Fisher, up, up in the building. Oh, man. Got to love Fish, baby. I do love I love Fish. He's good people. He's got me all riled up. I had, This has been pent up for about three weeks, so I'm, I'm done now. I'm good. Damn, are you sure you good, brother? Well, yeah, I mean, unless you start hating on my boys, too. I don't know, man. You were about to go OJ for a minute, it sounded like, man. Woo! <laughs> no, I ain't, trying to go to, I ain't trying to go to jail. Uh, let, yeah, well, let's hope not. Let's hope not, man. So, listen, real quick. Remember, I had told you to remind me of a, a story I had to tell you about uh, LeBron James. You got With- a second? After this, we got to welcome a new uh, wonderful lady up in here. She is the wife of Sluggo, goes by Lady Poochie. We know her as Miss Sluggo. Great lady, fun person, and um, had the pleasure of meeting her at Doug Stewart's weekend number one. And we'll talk about weekend number two here in a little bit. But what's up to Mrs. Sluggo, Lady Poochie in the house? Lady Poochie, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. And All Uncle right. Ruckus up in here doing his thing, man. Yeah, causing a ruckus. Oh, man. That- <laughs> beautiful white man, Vince. Please remove that angry black man from your beautiful white people show. <laughs> <laughs> we might want to. <laughs> never mind. So, so <laughs> Ruckus. <laughs> so here's the story. So I had, uh, when I got back from Denmark, I had to go to a national sales meeting in Vegas for our pharmaceutical company. Right on. And. Right on. So you, you pretty much had people from everywhere, right? You know, yep. just about everywhere, all the it's different Vegas, states. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, our company-wise, oh, we got sure, sales, sure. sales reps throughout the com- country. So I have my Cavalier stuff on, and they had just won. So I'm sitting down talking, and I sit down with a couple people from Miami. 
And, you know, they were like, how's it going? And I said, hey, the Cavs won. Everything's good. You know, I'm, life is great. And he goes, he's a big Heat fan. He goes, you do know why, know why LeBron James left Miami. Now, clearly, I want to say this is speculation. This is alleged, what I'm about to say. And I said, well, no, you know, what, what's going on? And and he, I was like, oh, you know, he probably wanted to come home and, and this and that. Homesick. He goes, nah, the rumor is and, and is that basically LeBron James had a dime piece as a physical therapist, some Cuban chick. And he oh, said, see me goose. he was like, you can you should Google it and, and everything. But he said the situation is this. I mean, this chick was off the chain and basically he got caught up in the newts. He is undefeated. Oh, boy. TMZ Radio brought to you by Reggie Lawrence. I'm, I'm AKA just saying dollars and cents. And, the, and he said that, you know, Miss James, his, his wife was like, we're not having it. And either there's going to be a big issue or we moving back to Cleveland to get away from all this ish and what's going on. And if you want to keep this dirt between us, that's why we're moving back to Cleveland. Oh, and that's boy. what he told me. And this is what was said, confirmed by the, you know, these, these couple of guys that uh, were, were Miami fans the heat fans and they weren't bitter they weren't like f lebron they were like we wanted to keep him we wanted him to stay okay. but this is kind of what they said now allegedly i gotta allegedly, put that yeah you you definitely gotta put that out. as ninja says i am too ninja i'm still laughing at ruckus there in the, in the chat room now now sluggo said an unsubstantiated rumor from a regular joe now sluggo i would <laughs> i would agree with you but i shared that whole situation with Gloria James and Delonte West. That was a unsubstantiated rumor by regular Joe before it was confirmed that it did happen. The same thing with this whole Wiggins thing situation with LeBron and his clutch management. So I don't put anything past Nutsi. Remember that. Nutsi is undefeated. Now, I'm not saying it happened, but it's damn sure plausible. Well, like Grego says, Cleveland physical therapist will look nothing like a Miami physical therapist. He damn right. And she was Cuban. I heard she was fine. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> exactly. All right, folks. So let's uh, keep the show moving here again. We talked about Coach Pat Summit earlier. Rest in peace to her. Uh, in my opinion, again, the lady that created women's basketball in this country single-handedly. And, and, you know, her, her, her reach is far and wide. But now we got to go Buddy Ryan, man, um, the architect of arguably the greatest defense, in my opinion, the greatest defense to ever be put together, Ooh. the Bears 46 defense. Man, Buddy Ryan was, was definitely one of a kind. He not only went, at, he went toe-to-toe with Mike Dicka. They, these two men hated each other while they worked together on, on, on the same staff. And he passed away today. He had been in failing health for a number of years here lately and was last seen on that 30 for 30, Reggie, with the Chicago Bears. Uh, what are your thoughts on Buddy Ryan? And, uh, you know, just I thought he was a hell of a coach. Yeah, I, I thought he was fantastic. I mean, he was an innovator. And, he, and it sounds like he didn't take any crap. And neither his, did his defense. So, I think I shared that story that I remember he was head coach. I forget which team it was, and he got into it with the other coach, and he punched him on the sideline. Oh, that was uh, Kelvin uh, – was it Gilbride down in Houston, <laughs> the Houston Oilers, before they moved to Tennessee. 
Uh, he was the defensive coordinator down there. That's yeah, exactly. It. Took yeah. a shot at him, man. Now, I'm going to say, I think people leave out the Pittsburgh Steelers of 1976. They started off one and four, and I think uh, they went the nine games. Uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Steelers? What, Buddy <laughs> Ryan? What, what? How did we get here? Because you talk about that Chicago Bears team being one of the greatest defenses of all time, and I'm just saying the 76, yeah. 76 Steelers team went nine games only giving up 27 points. Just want you to know that, all right? They had uh, eight shutouts or something like that. So, And then that Ravens defense is pretty good, too. So, um, but anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What? Did you say something, Rich? I'm sorry. Yeah, sleep apnea over there. Anyway. <laughs> back back to Buddy Ryan. You know what? A, a, a great defensive coordinator, a great coach. And I think um, the way the the NFL is today, you'll never have a defense like that one. They just won't allow it with the offense the way it's set up. So um, yeah, rest in and, peace. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, you know, he did uh, very good things at Philadelphia. I want to thank him for letting Chris Carter go and sending him to my Minnesota Vikings. Did they win? Moving on. Oh, okay. I, I thought yeah, I know you just got to get your little Minnesota shot in there. We'll get to you. We'll get to you. Don't worry. But no, in all seriousness, you know, we, we, we give his sons a lot of crap. I do, especially I'm not a Rex Ryan fan and it is duly noted, but this is a hardcore coaching family. And, you know, you look at Buddy, he had two sons that have, you know, done very well, regardless of how you feel personally of their coaching, you know, they have reached the pinnacle of coaching. So the Ryan family, man, much like the, the Kennedys and Bushes and politics have definitely earned a place there, man. Mm, I don't necessarily I'm not, I'm not saying that. they're the greatest coaches. I'm just saying they got there. That's all I'm saying. They got there. Well, it, it, it helps when you have a hookup and, and you well, pretty course, much get everything course. handed to you. I could well, say I would say Rex Ryan made, you know, pretty good defensive coordinator, but his brother, no. So I think again, it's kinda Rhett, hard. You're not hold on, homie. Follow me. I was just saying that they reached the pinnacle. That's all I'm saying. I'm not arguing that they're good coaches. I'm not a fan. I just, you know, like I just said, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Rex. Uh, his brother, I know, is an okay coordinator, but I'm just saying that they kind of got to the top of the mountain in terms of coaching. They became NFL coaches, all of them. Well, I'm going to go that ninja. I think we've agreed on two things tonight. We've agreed on MMA, and we're going to agree that yeah, it's easy to get to the pinnacle when it's handed to you. <laughs> and so. apparently RC from my Minnesota mafia, buddy Ryan was the Vikings defensive line coach in 76. So nice. That is correct. But yeah, our, rest in peace. You know, he, he was a great innovator, uh, a, you know, man, man's man, people, you know, the players yeah. coach and, and all you got to do is watch that 30 for 30, man. Those defensive players love that guy. They would go to the ends of earth for that guy. And I know it's a cliche in sports when we say things like that, but you, these guys really would. I mean, you got Singletary being brought to tears after he goes and meets with them. And man, buddy, what he did for Chicago, what he did for that defense because that was the thing, and as Dick has said today when he was giving them props, you know, it was because of Buddy's defense, the Bears always had the ball. The other team never had the football, Dick would always say, because yeah. his offense was always on the field because of that defense. 
I wonder if Buddy Ryan had anything to do with the fridge getting that uh, football to get that touchdown in the Super Bowl. Because I remember hmm. Dick was saying that the one thing he regrets is that yeah, he didn't yeah, give he Walter didn't give Payton. Away Walter yeah. Payton, right. Yeah, yeah I, that's a very good question. I don't think he probably – I think that was pretty much Dick's call on that yeah. one. What about this? You know, if, if, have you seen the movie Concussion? I have not seen it yet, no. Okay. It, it's a great movie. What's interesting is, is that um, a lot of the Chicago Bears – we're in that with that CTE and a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. And well, if you Dave Duerson, especially, who wound yep. up killing himself, but left uh, the family left his brain to be studied for that. Mike Webster with the Steelers, of course, Hall of Fame center, um, you know, featured in that movie from what I understand as well. Yep. It's, it's There's something another that, Steeler lineman, too. Yeah, and it's something that we don't like to talk about, but we have to talk about now because, the, you know, the science is there. the The proof is there, so... Um, let's get out here in this chat room here real quick. Yeah. Again, you're rolling with the sports done right show. Yeah. With, you do uh, that while I go take this nitrogen to calm me down from, uh, do, fish. do something, man. Do something. Got me all uh, riled you, up. I was telling you, man, looking like you heading back to Rockingham on the 405 or something, man. Yo, Chill man. out. Chill you're out. On. Uh-huh. Hey, you know who I am. I got Look, Reggie man. in the backseat. Got that. <laughs> I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you this. I am I'm too pretty to go to jail. I went last more than a week, so you I ain't, <laughs> I ain't beating up, stabbing, beating up nobody, especially exactly. my girl. <laughs> Grego says, "How is it that Peyton will finally be interviewed about the HGH?" But this story, but the story is on James Harrison. Ooh, I'll have to do some research. I didn't hear about that. Is he finally gonna sit down and talk about that? Yeah, Harrison put out some crazy demands, pretty much telling the NFL that they need to meet at his house, I think, essentially, and Roger Goodell needs to be there. So uh, they're going to have to interview all of them now. But, yeah, the the main thing is on Harrison, of course, because he's the angry brother that, you know, hates the NFL, and you know how that is. Indeed, indeed. Everybody's saying what up to Uncle Ruckus up in here. Sluggo says, now you're learning Grego. That's how they do it. Um, what else we got going on here? Again, sports done right on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Why don't we do this, man? Reg, let's take ourselves a quick little break here. We'll make this kind of the last break of the evening. Come back, head on down the home stretch. Um, we got a minute here because we came on early, so we can go a little longer on the backside. But, you know, let's talk about some of these other things that's going on in the world as well. And, oh, by the way, your favorite guy, Donald Trump. I'll get into it after the break, but now he is supposedly backing off his statement of barring all Muslims. Now it's only certain Muslim countries, but... Man, we'll talk about this Joker later after the break. So, folks, again, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Um, We got all kinds of fun stuff coming up on this show tonight. We still got a little ways to go. We ain't going nowhere just yet. So, Yeah, you talk about Trump. The the Mrs. Wright must not be in the house or anywhere in the vicinity. You know, she (laughs) is out with Sydney, our daughter. And I think that they are, I don't know if they're at basketball or my daughter's doing three sports this summer. She's a basketball, golf, and tennis. I don't know where they're at, but hopefully they'll bring a little dinner home for the gov. Otherwise I got to go send the crew out after we get done here from the executive mansion and the situation room, as we like to call it. Go so to folks, hey Vince. You can go to you can go to big uh, McDonald's. You get a Big Mac and you get some tickets to the Minnesota Twins. I heard for free. 
Oh, God, he's funny. You'll be playing two shows nightly at your uh, local Red Roof Inn. Reggie Lawrence, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for stopping by. Oh, man. He's a, he, you know what he is, folks. He's a wannabe Kevin Hart. He's actually shorter than Kevin Hart. He wants to try and be funny like Kev, but he just ain't. I think I'm slightly taller, not much. <laughs> slightly. slightly. All right, man. Well, I got another cut here called Different Girl from my man Robbie Rob, his production crew. I'll get the name on the first tune that we played because that w- went over very well. A lot of people want that one as well. So, man, keep it tuned here. And we will be right back after this break. We'll get into some politics. We'll get into some other stuff as well. We're going to sit the Sports Done Right show coming right back after this break. Travis J, Jamar J, and my man Robin, and this is a Robbie Rob set. Come on. Here we go again. Here we go. Oh, this a thousand times. You gonna play this role, you must be out your mind. If you think that I'm gone, and of course I ain't waiting. This world moves way too fast for me to be patient. So what you said, we act our age. That's right. This ain't a performance, I don't see a stage. But that can be arranged. It's in your brain. What I see, it's already inside you. So let's move through this evening. Let me guide you. The server's on our way back. back. With the Patron shot. Patron shot. You think I might view you like the grown thoughts. Listen, we live in, we fought. Can't the business get lost when you kick it with a ball? Why? Cause you a bad girl and you know it. You act so different on me. Why you switching on me? So just say you a good girl. Say you a good girl. But you really a bad girl. You really yeah. a bad girl. Why you playing these games? Why you playing these games? Just what a rope that the hotel give What we did stays in the hotel, silly. That's our business. Come on, baby girl. We living for this moment. I'm never with that pump faking. I don't condone. Just keep it real. Cause you a bad girl and you know it. You act so different on me. Why you switching on me? So you say you a good girl. Since I 
was a little nappy head nigga way before I started smoking. Whoever made it figure. Way before I started the rap, I was rocking my cousin's sneakers and starting from scraps. I just wanted a little brother plus, hand me some chains. So at night, I pray for miracles. You just never came. Pay a skippies on my feet. London fog for the winter truth. Couldn't get the Timbs, dog. Couldn't get the triple boot. Couldn't get a chain. Stepfather stole my ring and sold it. That's the weakest smoke some cook cocaine. Enough was enough for being legit. Me and Nat started doing all types of shit. Breaking open soda machines and passing them out. All the niggas know on my name. I'm happening now. Mama moved me out the city of PK Back to being all by my lonesome We headed to VA The streets knew me, never had it codey Riding by my only, these niggas don't know me But the streets knew me Soldiers to a general, cradle to the grave Outstanding the in the funeral Way before I became J. Dread Before I ever lit a blunt and planned a blaze of the head Way before I sold me some crack Before I ever copped the bottle And bought me some yak Life changed, new step pop And a new state Never frontin' like I'm hard, kept the dude safe. Never holdin' like I'm soft, nigga steady knowin'. Early signs of being great, I'm already showing. Got a job, same time, started stealing clothes, knew it wasn't right, but it kept the boy feeling stunning. Got high with that first time, 11th grade. Couldn't imagine I'd be blazing like I do today. Graduated to community college, but instead of pursuing the knowledge, I'm moving to Scama. Got arrested, lost the weed, plus stuck in a jail. Hope the judge let me out, cause mama ain't got bail. The streets knew me, never had it codey. Riding by my only, these niggas don't know me. But the streets knew me, soldiers to a general. Cradles to the grave, outstanding in the funeral. Way before I became young trees, before I pointed guns at George saying, give me the cheese. Before I ever tried to get a deal, I was selling crack for a living so I could get a meal. Bad record, can't get a job, paying more than $6. But I can make $600 in six hours. I'm flipping powder, hard getting sour. Cook it up, sell it all, now I'm getting power. BD and Wise, dog, we getting hours. We distribute the work, call us Martin Brower. I distribute the hurt, call me Tiny Lister, gripping guns, both hands, palms, got the tiny blisters. When I'm in jail, call me inmate Fisher, got the juice aiming at your nigga, you could call me Bishop. Now switch up, spit straight vicious. I'm shunning niggas like they pop, make them do the dishes. The streets knew me, never had it codey, riding by my only, these niggas don't know me. But the streets knew me, soldier to a general, cradle to the grave, outstanding individual. The streets knew me, never had it codey, riding by my only, these niggas don't don't know me, but the streets knew me. Soldier to a general, cradle to the grave, outstanding individual. No tricks in 86, it's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show, Monday through Friday, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk, it's guy talk, it's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me, you'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh? Number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Daly Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. Kicking it with you. 
Attention all delegates. The governor of Sports Talk Radio cordially invites you to stay connected to Sports Done Right. Join the conversation in the Sports Done Right group chat on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Big Smooth One. That's The Big Smooth, the number one on Twitter. The MVP of online sports talk radio is here. Sports Done Right. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Governor, Sports Done Right. Make sure you're listening to us on Spreaker.com, or you can also go to our website, xsquadaffiliates.com. Again, that's xsquadaffiliates.com. And you can also listen through that medium as well and check out all the information, the bios, learn about the X-Squad affiliates. We're doing big things in conjunction with the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Got our friends in here from RealCast as well. Want to give them a shout out, RealCastRadio.com. Make sure you're checking out the Underground Railroad Show, uh, the Everyday People Show with Gary G. Money Joyner, and of course, Jungle Brother, the legend, the man that started it all, man. All the roots of this thing go back to Jungle Brother there, Dollars. Yeah, it does, man. I remember those days. He kind of gave me my start, him and Fish in, in Jersey, and we was just kind of battling, man. It was good times back then. Absolutely. And before we continue, we got to welcome our main man up in here. Glad he found some time to join us. Got to say what up to King B50. What's going down, King? 50, what's happening, bro? Appreciate you uh, hopping in and hollering at us. Hey, uh, before, hold on. Yep, yep. Before you get started. Yeah, because I wanted to ask, yeah, I wanted to ask you about this Trump thing. And by the way, folks, Coastal Carolina up 2-1 in the top of the fourth in the College World Series, trying to tie that up one game apiece. I know Doug Stewart representing his boys out there from South Carolina, so go Coastal. But um, this Trump thing, man, because today, I guess, or actually it was late last night, I noticed I was watching CNN before I went to bed, Reg. Now he's starting to back off this Muslim thing. The, The whole cornerstone of this Trump's campaign He's now backing away from talking about, well, we're not going to ban all Muslims. Now we're just going to ban some from certain countries after we do our quote unquote due diligence. Man, this election, 2016, Reg, uh, boy, one of the saddest moments in history. Yeah, (laughs) I I mean. and yeah, I, I, I just I, I'm just uninspired, man. And, and I, I ain't trying to dog nobody for supporting Hillary, Trump, whatever. These two choices, though, do nothing for me. Yeah, I mean, it's I think it's going to be one of those. Um, who's the, the best of the worst, kind of, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and I agree with you. I'm definitely not a Trump fan, but I've never been much of a Hillary fan either. So. But you knew it was coming, right? You knew that he wasn't going to be able to just go through with all that BS he was talking. Well, no, you're right, man. Much like everybody else. And here's the thing, man. I still think Donald Trump doesn't want to do this. I think it just got out of control. He started talking a bunch of bull crap. People bought into it. He started with it primaries. Almost like you're on the roller coaster and you can't get off even though you want to. Make it stop. You know, make it stop. I'm going to tell you something, regardless of your political opinions, people. Remember that old NBC line, must see TV? That Republican speech of his 
Man, I cannot wait to see what this dude has to say at a national political convention with the whole world watching. It is going to be insane. Your thoughts, sir? I got a feeling that he's going to drastically dial it back. I think he's going to also back off of that build a wall separating us from Mexico. I think he's going to oh, go more so? to I I think so because you know, you got the Hispanic that makes up a large population um as far as votes. So I I think he's going to tone it down and, and he's going to go a different route. I don't think he's going to act a fool anymore cuz I'm with you. You know, he I think he had that shock and all value and then all of a sudden People are like, yo, it's just getting real, and I need to I need to sound realistic type stuff. Right, right. And that's the thing, man. Like I said, I, I think this thing may have started as – I don't want to say it started as a joke, but I don't think that he thought he was going to be where he is today back when he first started thinking about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's that, that kid that was like, you know, I'm about to talk some ish and keep talking ish, and then all of a sudden – He's like, you know, somebody calls him out and he's thinking like, damn, I really got to fight now. You know what I'm saying? So it is going to be interesting how this plays out, to be honest with you. And looking at Uncle Ruckus here again in this chat room. <laughs> White heaven gained two beautiful souls today. Rest in peace, Coach. <laughs> I mean, and Coach Ryan, you will be blessed for how outrageously kind you both have been to. Oh, God. Oh, here we go. Geez. Here we go. <laughs> So, Vince, I got a question for you. Vince, I got a question for you, yes, my sir. man. Yes, sir, my man. Um, does, does 24 and 51, does that, does that ring any, any sort of bell for you, sir? Uh, sounds like the record of a certain baseball team I might know. Yeah. So, why is your team so horrible? The worst in baseball. All right. Well, please, why don't you tell me that? While you talking about everybody else, you need to talk about your squads. Squads, plural. Your team is horrible, and y'all stealing money in that raggedy Target Center that y'all got. It's Target Field. Whatever. Target Field, Target Center. They suck. So why don't you tell me why that is? Well, I will tell you. It's like this, sir. They suck. Okay, so you don't, you don't got anything else other than that. All right. Here's the thing, man. The Minnesota Twins have no pitching. They have no pitching that can go deep in the ba- into the baseball games. Their pitchers are out of the game by, what, fourth inning. They give up too many runs. They got no hitting. They got nobody to come up out of the, uh, the minor leagues that they can look to towards the future. The one gentleman, uh, Byron Buxton, that they have called up, Reg, he here's the thing, man. He lights it up in the in the minors. As soon as he gets here, I think he's batting a buck ninety again. Now they're gonna kind of keep him on the team. I hope and you know let him ride out the season. But man, it is just ridiculous, and they suck. They have no pitching. You know they overachieved last year, Reggie. That was the other thing. They overachieved. Okay. They were and I've said this before, and people that know me, I say this all the time about our Minnesota Twins, my friend. This year was supposed to happen last year for the Minnesota Twins. They overachieved last year, so all of a sudden now the expectations get heightened for this year a little bit, and this is what happens. This is the true Minnesota Twins. 
I mean, I can't see worse, the worst record, though. I don't get that, but moving on. You know what I was, was going to tell everybody? Coming through Minnesota, your airport is horrendous. It, it looks like an old-ass mall. I mean, I walked through, man, that place is a dump. Carpets are all dirty. Your your storefronts look antiquated. I mean, you go to like places like <laughs> Dallas, Atlanta, even Cleveland's airport is better than oh, your raggedy stop, airport, bro. For the great people of my home state, Minnesota, let me tell you something. First off, we ain't going to let this jackass get away with this nonsense. <laughs> Rated number one. You're a liar. You got the post from the first lady the other day. Did you not, sir? You're a Did liar. Did you not, sir? Man, I Did Googled it. Did you not, sir? That raggedy airport is not even in the top 25. First off, first off you don't, your, your Metro PCS phone doesn't even have Google, so you're lying right there. <laughs> you're lying right there. Stop it. Okay? It's an Obama phone. Oh, jeez. <laughs> anyway, one of the best airports in the country, bar none. Great flow, great restaurants. Got the uh, this little Top Golf thing happening here at the airport. Now it's not Top Golf; it's another company um, that does kind of the same thing. They got the virtual reality machines up there. You know, like all major airports, they got the trams to get you around. As far as parking goes at an airport, it's very convenient. And pretty inexpensive, obviously, compared to bigger cities, man. So I roll with the former Hubert H. Humphrey International Airport, baby. That is a lie. Anybody that has internet can Google Minnesota Airport or Minneapolis Airport is not even in the top 30. It is a dump. Oh, jeez. Okay. okay, Reggie. So what, what got in your crowd this time about the airport? What, did you see Mike Tomlin over there or something? Nah, well, you know, me being a fashion and retail major, I like up-to-date stuff, okay? Which you it know? has. No, it doesn't. The storefronts are looks like it's the storefront? one of your... What the hell are you talking about, Reggie? There's the nothing store... sleek about your airport, bro. Oh, jeez. Okay. I mean, it looks like it was it was still made in the seventies. You don't have any any nice um, architecture, any sort of state of the art designs. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got like bootleg escalators in there. The, oh. the place is a dump, man. The only cool thing is your tram, and that it looks crickety. Looks like a a roller coaster ride. So like I, all other trams at all other airports, homeboy. Man, okay, I'm just saying, don't lie about what it's rated. You know, folks, this is what happens when you get trapped in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and have to take regional jets everywhere to get to a real <laughs> airport. You hey. get salty like the sawed-off man here, Mr. Reggie Lawrence. You know what? You the jolly brown giant, man. Leave me alone, bro. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, chump. Moving anyway, on. <laughs> you no, I ain't done with the airport yet before we get out of here. Listen. Minneapolis, St. Paul. And I, you know what, Reg? I get what you're saying because Dallas and, the, yeah, there are some airports that have done some newer things and have a little bit different looks. I get what you're saying there, my friend. But there is no way this airport here is not – it was ranked number one in the poll that we sent you, by the way. Your Minnesota poll? Oh, just stop, Reginald. Just stop. Look, look The this hatred is why- that you have – 
This is why, like I, Grego says, storefront shaming. Exactly, Grego. This is what happens, man. When when you know, I think it's called a Napoleon complex. Isn't that what it's called, <laughs> Reggie? A Napoleon complex. If anybody knows about hating, it's your hating ass because you was hating on the Cavaliers for damn near the whole season. Hating, all right, and the Buckeyes. By the way, all I'm saying is you have Target, beautiful stores, beautiful facilities. You have Target Field. It's actually very nice. And then you have a raggedy ass airport. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. You need to update it. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Oh, boy. I tell you, folks, this is what we deal with when you open up your home and let a friend in. You get hijacked, you get bamboozled, you got led astray, run amok, because this fool is lying to you. (laughs) He's lying to you. There are so many worse airports. Let me tell you something. All the airports in New York City suck. Oh, (laughs) all of them that you want. Hey, you want to talk about architecturally challenged airports. You go to Kennedy Airport. You go to Newark, Jersey. You go to LaGuardia. (laughs) Man, let me tell you something. LaGuardia is about as big as the room I'm in right now. Okay. I'm surprised you still don't have to walk down the stairs after you get off the plane at LaGuardia, that little lame-ass airport. Man, me and the first lady were out there a few years ago. She had some work stuff going. I'm going, checking out the Yankees. We're celebrating our anniversary out there. I land at LaGuardia. I say, hey, that's cool. That's City Field. You can see the USTA Tennis Center where they have the U.S. Open. And then you look at this ghetto-ass airport going, this is New York City. This is New York City. Then I have the pleasure. I ain't done yet. Fisher, we going over just a couple minutes. (laughs) Then I have the damn pleasure of going to JFK. Hit the mute button. Hey, hey, JFK is rolling over in his grave. That that airport being named for him. Man, let me tell you something. New York is the, the number one city in this area or in the country. Number one population. New York, big city of dreams. But everything in New York ain't always what it seems, baby. And let's start with them airports. Then you got to go over to ghetto-ass Newark, okay? <laughs> Man, oh, Jesus. J- Jersey, I got there. I got there. Boy. I got there. Half the airport shut down for, quote-unquote, remodeling. <laughs> and then, oh, what was it at Kennedy? You got to take a tram like 600 miles to get to the other gate. So you get off the plane. By the way, you do walk down the stairs here. You get on these buses that take you all over the other. Man, oh, it is horrible. How can our number one population city have the three worst airports in the country? You tell me. Oh, I, you know what? I, I can't say anything. You're, you're right about that. Matter of fact, when I flew through New York, guess who I ran into? Buster Rhymes. Now, I ain't seen oh. a, do, a dude go from a buck 30 to about 330. That guy is huge, <laughs> huge, yes, sir. And he had he was on one of them uh, like the little carts that they drive, and you know his one of his bodyguards is like nobody stand near, nobody come near him. And I'm thinking, man, 
Buster ain't been good since back in the days, man. Easy. Ain't nobody trying to mess with that cat. But you're all right. You're right. You know what? I- I'm going to leave you I'm alone. I'm sorry, man. Hey, you, hey, we got on this airport, and I just thought about those. I've been to all the, the three major airports in New York. They all suck, man. This is sports done right with the sports governor flying high and then flying low with the sawed-off one, Mr. <laughs> Reggie Lawrence. You, you a sensitive Mickey Ficky, man. I ain't sensitive, man. I just, you know, we give you the long and the short of it, okay? That's okay. what we do here. Whatever. The long <laughs> and the short is your sports team suck and your airport suck. How about that? Oh, uh, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. Reggie, Cleveland won. I'm going to let you have your moment in the sunshine, brother. I'm going to let you have yeah. your moment in the sunshine. We're here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Folks, again, make sure you're checking out xsquadaffiliates.com. You can catch all our shows there. Not only this show, the sports and more show that me and Reggie, me and Reggie normally do, plus the Kicking It With KC show. Again, Jersey and the 18 show. Jersey's like a Jamaican there, um, Reggie. He, I mean, I can't even keep up. Bottom to the top, Dominican. the Mason-Dixon line podcast. <laughs> Uh, the European Sports Report. I mean, he this brother does it all. Man. Jersey like Jersey like the damn Dr. Dre. <laughs> you know what I mean? He got bringing on people all over the place. You know that's you what know? Ninja calls uh, Jungle too. I think that's funny. Yeah, because uh, shoot both of them, the hardest working men out there, man. And yeah, they started it together. They really did. Real talk, man. And no, it's been fun, man. I, I'm glad uh, to be back. I missed all you guys. Thanks for coming and, and hanging with your boys. Having me giving Vince all kind of crap with his hating ass. But, you know, that's what we do, right? That's what we do, Vince. Hey, man. You know, I love that Reggie's back. I love that we're able to help the little people in the world today. (laughs) I love. (laughs) You ain't kicking nothing. (laughs) I'm going to give you a Draymond Green in Atlanta. Watch, First off, you can't reach that high, son. You can't reach that high. The only thing you're going to leave are some bruised shins around me, homeboy. Whatever. Anyway, anyway. But no, in all seriousness, man, Reggie, great to have you back. Um, I was glad you were able to see your kids over there in Europe. Um, I know that brought a lot of joy to you, man. We missed you, but definitely glad that you were able to spend some time with the family. Uh, welcome back, folks. We are doing big things, man, with SME. And Doug Stewart finally announced September 9th through the 11th is going to be the Doug Stewart Show's party weekend, uh, number two here. So, again, that is in September, September 9th, which is Friday through the 11th. We're still waiting on the hotel info. But, folks, like I said, everybody who was there last year will tell you we had a great time. Uh, The Stewies finally got to meet each other. We had a lot of fun, a lot of drinking, just a lot of good times, man. So if you are able to make it to Atlanta, folks, make sure you get down there and join us. I'm going to be there. Unfortunately, I don't think the first lady is going to be able to join me this year, but we will see on that. And hopefully my co-host Reggie will be in the mix. Yeah, man, I'm going to wear some uh, some heels or something like Prince. Oh, See, I'll make man. myself a little bit taller. Hey, no, nah, don't, don't start no hip problems now. We don't yeah, need that's you, true. Because you, you got easy access to them pills. You sell them. So that's <laughs> the last sh- thing we need. Yeah, I'm going to shank you, dog. Watch. Oh, <laughs> Real boy. talk. Oh, boy. All right, y'all. Let's do this. Let's wrap this show up. It has been a lot of fun with Reggie back in the mix, talking all kinds of ish. A lot of it not making sense, but... He is dollars and cents less, so what can we say?
You know what, Vince? I'm like Aisha Curry after Miko Grimes guiding it. I'm gone. (laughs) Folks, thank you for joining us on Sports Done Right tonight. Want to make sure you keep it tuned here. Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Want to thank everybody in the chat room, man. So many people to name. I know I'm probably going to forget a few. Grego, Sluggo, (laughs) Uncle Ruckus, Reggie. <laughs> Uncle Ruckus. My bell uh, my my bell. Yeah, yep. Yeah, of course we gotta say Jay Fish the microwave. That ninja up in the house. King B fifty. Rego. Sluggo. The lovely ladies, uh Lady Poochie, Mrs. Sluggo. And the Denise beautiful. was in here. Miss Queen also yep. joining us. Yes, ma'am. RC. Thank the you. Minnesota sir. Mafia, absolutely. And also, who else do we have in here that I may be forgetting? Well, Jersey, you got Jersey, it. The number one How Chief Rocker. Man, come on. Let's get busy with this, man. Gotta get the Chief Rocker his due. That's it, man. Them shout outs to airports. Shout outs to um the fellas from Real Cast Rangers and shout out to our crew from uh X Squad Affiliates, those yeah, of you that weren't in tonight. Appreciate you know that. And also, because you guys were in the chat room, we you know we're talking, people are on the phones. To my Minnesota listeners, my upper Midwest listeners, thank you guys so much for the love last week. Last week's show, um, we th- I think we had just over 300 live listeners. I got tweets all week long from people who went in and listened on demand, people from Wisconsin, from the Dakotas. So things are starting to pop, man. So again, thank you, folks. Keep listening. If you can't listen live, make sure you are listening on demand on Spreaker.com and XSquadAffiliates.com. Reg, you got anything else before we get out of here? No, I want to say thank you to the great fans of Cleveland. It's about damn time, baby, and I'm going to be celebrating for a long time. Thanks for y'all. I appreciate everything. Glad to be back, man. We'll catch up with y'all next week. Yeah, absolutely. We got some scheduling conflicts this week, so that's why we had Reggie on tonight. There will be no Sports and More show this week, but we'll be back with both shows next week. I'm going to get on a topic next week that I'm going to get into on some uh, sports betting, why I think it should be legalized. And me and Reggie are going to be working on some things next week, hopefully have some interviews coming your way here as well. So, Reggie, my man, thank you for joining me tonight, brother. I'm glad you were available. Hey, man, thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me share the spotlight with you. And um, um, you have a great week, and I'll catch up with you soon, bro. Absolutely. Everybody out there, this has been the Sports Done Right with not only DJ Dollars and Cents, Reggie Lawrence, your sports governor all the way from God's country, Minnesota, baby. Thank you for listening. God bless. Good night. Unconquered, unbound, undefeated. You finally got it right. Sports Done Right. Check us out right here on Spreaker every Tuesday night with your host, the big smooth Vince Wright. You can keep up with all the latest breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right group chat on Facebook. It's about time you got your sports done right. Right.